It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Spurs. Your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Jeff Garcia, and this is Locked On Spurs. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. The San Antonio Spurs and Phoenix Suns will meet for the second time this season later tonight at Talking Stick Arena. Yep, another road game for San Antonio. And that's what's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to just look at the game tonight. What are the keys to victory? What are the Spurs got to do to get that W? And what else to look out for from the Phoenix Suns? So to join me to discuss the Spurs-Suns matchup, I am joined by... Joe Garcia, Two Shots Podcast. Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Thanks for having me back on. You know, I'm always a, a regular. I love being on the show. Well, the Suns and Spurs are going to tangle again. And uh, the Spurs did already beat them once this season and, and handedly. Uh, but, you know, the Spurs are kind of coming off a uh, ugly uh, loss to the Kings. And, and Joe, you know, before we dive into tonight's matchup, let's look a little bit of what happened in the last game. Uh, the Spurs just couldn't find the bottom of the bucket. Uh, you know, the, you know their, their shot was off. They saw uh, the young Kings team go on a couple of runs, uh, pretty much run them out of the gym, basically what it comes down to. I mean, this, the, the, the Kings, you know, were just – pushing the tempo, getting to the basket. They outscored the Spurs in the paint. They uh, outshot the Spurs for the game. Joe, is this something that is just simply that is symptomatic already, or do you think that was just one of those games and the Spurs will bounce back later tonight against the Suns? Yeah, no, the problem with the Spurs is that they're just horrible on the road. There's no other way to, to put it. And if you look at what their record is uh, uh, at home versus on the road, I mean, they're a sub you know, 500 team away from the AT&T center. Uh, to me, it just, it just boils down to lack of communication and just missed assignments. You know, that's all it is. I mean, 
I think it, it could be more of a, a head head game, you know, for them. It's just something that's in their psyche. They just they need to get over that, whatever the problem is away from the AT&T yeah. Center. It needs to be fixed because you're facing a Suns team that should be an easy win. But the way yeah. that the Spurs are playing on the road, nothing comes easy. So it's a head-scratcher. Yeah, look, I mean, the uh, the Spurs, they are 2-3 and three on the road this season. They're under 500. Um, but the last time they faced Phoenix, they faced the Phoenix Suns team without Devin Booker. That won't be the case later tonight. Uh, but as far as the other game versus the Kings, yeah, I mean, they lost to uh, Sacramento. That 14-game winning streak they had against the Kings was it's all but gone now. Um, they the Spurs just couldn't really generate enough offense. And that's really surprising considering the fact that LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan are on the team. Now, that's not to say that they put up their points. Yes, DeRozan had 23, LaMarcus had 14, but he did have 18 rebounds. Simply this, Joe, the Suns were, I'm sorry, the Kings were connected on their three-point shots. Spurs were not, and they were turning the ball over. That cannot happen again tonight versus a young Suns team. Yeah, you know, and when I'm looking at the stats, you know, I'm looking at all the information from the Kings game. You know, when I look at the stat sheet and it tells me three-pointers made, you know, how many three-pointers did the Spurs make versus how many three-pointers the, the you know, the Kings made. The Kings mm-hmm. made 11 three-pointers. The Spurs made 10. So they actually had one more three-pointer than we did. But where I think they really yeah. beat us was, you know, points in the paint. Kings had 42. The Spurs had 32. Fast break points, the Kings beat us. They were, You know, everybody saw the Kings just ran all over the Spurs. The Kings had 20 fast break points compared to the Spurs that only had nine. I mean, to me, that just screams just lapses on defense. You know, like LaMarcus Aldridge had a quote uh, that you had put up on Twitter, and it was saying, you know, that they just had these mental lapses on the defensive end and missed assignments. And yeah. that's really what cost them, you know, the game right there. Because at one point, I believe it was... Uh, in the fourth quarter, the Spurs had tied it up 90-90, to 90, and then from there, the wheels came off. You know, the Kings went on a run, and that's all she wrote. They got hot. Spurs couldn't get stops at the end because missed defensive assignments again, you know. So I think right now, Jeff, I'd have to say the Spurs are their own worst enemy, you know, when it comes to playing defense. You know, they, they need to get better on that, especially away from the AT&T Center. Yeah, San Antonio saw the Kings go on a uh, 12 to 4 run in the fourth quarter. Not going to cut it um if they want to get a W uh, on the road. But you know, look, it's 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 in the past. They got to focus on tonight, that being the Phoenix Suns. As mentioned, the Suns and Spurs have already met. Spurs beat the Suns without Devin Booker. Joe, when you look at tonight's matchups, let's go ahead and dive into the preview for tonight's game. Um, what's one thing the Spurs have to do to get a win tonight? Spurs just have to knock down some buckets, man. It's just, it's the tale of two teams, you know, when it comes to the San Antonio Spurs. At one end, you have the team that can, you know, really shoot lights out when it, when they're at home. And on certain games on the road, they've been really good. Yeah. But then there's these other games that they play and you're just like, what's going on? They can't. They can't hit the bucket. They can't hit a bucket. doesn't matter how big that rim is. They're going to miss. And you just got to, you know, figure out, like, what's the magic sauce with them? Right now, I think, you know, the Spurs just need to get back to the basics. You know, I think that they're overthinking things at, at times. And I think if they just simplify the game a little bit more and just play hard-nosed defense, you know, for a full 48 minutes, 
they give themselves a really good chance of winning. I mean, on paper, you should win this game against the Suns. The Suns are at the bottom of the league when it comes to pace. They're at the bottom mm-hmm. when it comes to offensive ratings. I mean, that offensive rating, they're 30 out of 30. Defensive rating, they're yeah. 27th out of 30. And pace, they're 21st out of 30. Then you look at the Spurs, and the Spurs pace, I mean, they're 25th out of 30, which is right on par with the Suns. But the offensive rating for the Spurs is 13. They're 13th of 30. Defensive rating, they're 12th of 30 teams in the NBA. So the Spurs can play defense. I just need to see that a little bit more consistent on the road. I think tonight's key to victory is going to be defense. Can the Spurs play defense, you know, for a full 48 minutes? So that's my key to victory, you know, just defense, Jeff. Yeah, you know, I look at this uh, Suns team. They're coming off a loss to the Thunder. And they gave the Thunder a little bit of run, uh, one eighteen to one hundred one. That's that's probably one of the closer games they've had this season. Uh, but you look at guys outside of Devin Booker, T.J. Warren. You know, in that win over Oklahoma, I'm sorry, that lost to Oklahoma City. Excuse me. He had 21 points, and he also did some damage to San Antonio in their first meeting as well. You, you know, I from for me when I look at this game, I say yes, you got to key on Devin Booker, but you cannot forget about the peripherals. Aiton, Warren, um, guys like that could sneak up on San Antonio. That's not to forget, too. You know, Aiton, yes, he is a rookie, uh, but, you know, he's a true center. Right now, San Antonio has LaMarcus playing center, and that's not his position. He's playing out of position, and he's not comfortable with it. That could be a possible reason why his offensive numbers, in particular his mid-range game, has kind of dropped a bit. So I'm looking at guys outside of Booker. Don't let them get hot. Don't let them get any type of fuel. Look what happened in the loss to the Kings. You got a guy like Harry Giles, who, by the way, was just tearing up the Spurs in the paint, getting to the rim, dunking all over them, talking trash to them the whole game. You don't want to give life to young players like that on Phoenix, especially in their home gym. Now, um, you you mentioned some of the numbers, Joe. Uh, You're right. The Suns are dead last in the NBA points per game. They're barely averaging 101.2. And I say barely because if you're not averaging like 115 or more, you're probably one of the worst offensive teams in the NBA in this era, this year. But my uh, other key to Spurs win uh, outside of shutting down others outside of Booker is take advantage of the Suns. They're very careless with the ball. They're second in the NBA in turnovers per game at 18.4. Joe, those are just second-chance opportunities San Antonio has to capitalize on if the Suns live up to that bad billing, and that is coughing the ball up. Joe, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, that's that's the thing. The, the Suns give the Spurs opportunities. That's probably why the Spurs have been able to blow them out when they you know they met earlier this season. Uh, but yeah. the Spurs right now, they scare me on the road because they haven't been able to really knock down those shots and really capitalize on those opportunities. You know, the second chance opportunities, the fast break points, you know, those things the Spurs haven't really done too well. And another thing is the turnovers, Jeff. You know, they're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, get that rekindling of the beautiful game. You know, they want to start passing the ball. And when they start passing the ball, the the passing hasn't looked very crisp. It's very it's been mm-hmm. very unspurs like and it turns into, you know, sloppy sloppy passes and turnovers. And I think when you give the ball away to the other team on a turnover, you know, that should be a, a you know, textbook bounce pass 
or a really simple, you know, pass to a, to your to your uh, teammate, and it goes the other way for an easy two, or it turns into a three. I mean, that just kills you. Those those little things like that out of the San Antonio Spurs is what's really irritating, not just to me, to but to a lot of the fans because this team is quite capable of playing a lot better than they've shown, you know, this thus far early in the season. So I just want to see a little bit more consistency out of them. They shouldn't have on paper. They shouldn't have any trouble against the Suns team, but stranger things have happened, Jeff. And um, I got to tell you, this Suns team is uh, one of these, one of these teams that really scares me on the road. The Spurs could drop this one. What the uh, the very wise Admiral Akbar once said: "It's a trap," and it could <laughs> it be is. tonight versus Phoenix. Um, but uh, Joe and I are going to take our first break. When we get back. We're going to continue our discussion regarding tonight's Spurs Suns matchup. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, we are back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Uh, Joe, in the uh, first segment of this episode, we talked a little bit about this and that when it comes to the Spurs and Suns matchups. But I want to continue that and uh, bring up something that's kind of interesting, but at the same time concerning. You, we were talking about the Spurs finding the bucket, something they kind of sort of didn't do versus the Kings. In their last three games, Joe, the Spurs are averaging 32.9% shooting from the mid-range. Joe, I thought this was supposed to be one of the better mid-range shooting teams with DeRozan and Aldridge. What is going on? Yeah, they're just, you know, the, the problem is the Spurs shoot great when they're at home. But again, once when they hit the road, things change a little bit. The shots aren't falling. And, you know, again, I, I don't know what it could be. <laughs> There's just, they just seem out of sorts. Like they're not really getting into their rhythm early. I think... That's one of the keys to victory for tonight. The Spurs need to get in their rhythm, meaning they need to get LaMarcus and they need to get DeRozan involved early. Get them the ball early. Make them comfortable out there shooting their jump shot, that mid-range jump shot. And not only that, but I think some of the other players need to contribute a little bit more. I, I want to see a little bit more of it out of Davis Bertans, you know. Bryn Forbes mm-hmm. has been this, one of the most consistent players for the San Antonio mm-hmm. Spurs. You'd, you'd want to see a little bit more consistency out of your supporting cast, specifically in Davis Bertans. I think if he would knock down some threes and some open shots on a more consistent basis, he would open up the floor a little bit. He would spread those defenders, and it would make the job easier for De- LaMarcus and for DeMar DeRozan. So it's hard for them, you know, to shoot uh, a good jump, perimeter jump shot when they have like two guys on them, they're getting double teamed, they're yeah. getting triple teamed, and they're looking to pass the ball. And I think what's been happening a lot, if we look at the tape, and I've really paid attention, it just doesn't seem like when they're on the road that their teammates are getting in good position. And what I mean by that mm-hmm. is they're not getting in the right position to get a pass. They're they're playing their their spots out there on the floor, which is let's camp out by the three. If you see your teammate in distress, you need to move around a little bit more. In other words, moving without the ball to get yourself in a better position 
to get a pass and maybe capitalize on that opportunity. I haven't really seen that. It seems like they get very lethargic and everybody's just standing around watching versus everybody needs to move around and help out a little bit. Yeah, I, I ball movement is going to be key. Uh, we talked about it in the first segment, uh, capitalizing on the Suns' um, uh, pattern of coughing the ball up this early uh, NBA season. And, uh, you know, as far as Bertans is concerned, I mean, he, he's been showing a little bit, uh, especially in the Kings game, hit those back-to-back threes late in the game uh, to bring the Spurs within at least a chance at stealing that road win. Unfortunately, they came up short. And um, he's been very aggressive going to the rim. Uh, he blocked. He's been blocking a couple shots here and there. You'd like to see that more out of him. But as far as uh, you know, outside the forward spot, I'm looking at Derek White tonight. I think Derek White could have himself a good game versus a team that is placed it doesn't play that much defense. And 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 I say that not only just to take advantage of that aspect for White, but also give him a little bit of confidence. He obviously looked very very rusty in his uh, game back from injury. He shined in his second game back from injury. It was kind of okay uh, in the loss to the Kings. I think uh, playing a team like the Suns and their poorest defense could do wonders for him, get him a rhythm, get him going, uh, put up some good numbers, and build that confidence. Joe, what do you think about Derek White's uh, chances uh, to shine tonight versus Phoenix? He has the opportunity to shine uh, against the Phoenix Suns, especially you know since he's a, a very good athletic guard. You know, that's one of the things that's plagued the Spurs in the absence of Derek White. They haven't had that athleticism and the size. You know, Derek White is a bigger player than Bryn Forbes. He's not going to get cooked as easily as Bryn Forbes will. And he's he's a a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. And he he does. I think he has better decision making capabilities when it comes to distributing the ball out there on the court versus, you know, Bryn Forbes. Because Bryn Forbes is more of a shooting guard. He's not really a true point guard. And Derek White is. So... I think this is going to be Derek's night to shine. Let's just hope that, you know, he can get started again. He needs to get started early in the game. You don't want to get yourself out of rhythm and then try to get yourself going and late in the second or late in the third. You know, by then it's kind of like it's hard for you to get going. And I know because I used to play basketball, and, and that's one of the things that me and my teammates would always talk about, getting in rhythm early. It pays dividends when you start getting tired. You know, in the third and fourth quarter, when your shot's not falling, that's when you fall back onto playing more of a defensive, you know, role out there and trying to help your team in other ways. If your shot's not falling by then, it's it, it's hard to get going when when you're already in the third and fourth. So he needs to get involved early, score his points early in the game, and just stay at it. And I think he's going to have a great night. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think White is going to have a really good night. Uh, the Spurs. They just got to come out in that first quarter and just pop the Suns in the mouth and don't give them any type of confidence as the game goes on. Uh, that's probably the worst thing the Spurs can do is give this young Suns team that's hungry for a win, hungry to prove that they're not going to be settler dwellers, and uh, give them a boost of confidence. And, you know, look, the Spurs, they may not be the Spurs of old, you know, with Duncan and, you know, Ginobili and Parker and, you know, the mighty Spurs, you know, they're, they're, they're in a rebuilding phase. But you don't want to give this Suns team a signature win so early in the season. You don't want to come at the expense of San Antonio. All right. So Joe and I, we're going to take our final break. But we get back, we're going to put a wrap and give our prediction. What's going to happen tonight in Phoenix? The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. 
Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, we are back. And Joe, let's going to put a wrap on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Uh, you know, we threw out a couple of numbers. We threw out some stats and, you know, our what the eye test gives us. But like you mentioned, Joe, it's very simple on paper. The Spurs team should handle the Suns quite easily. They blew them out what, by 30 points yeah. <laughs> in the first meeting. So I, I, I think that can happen again. Maybe, you know, not as big of a gap simply because Devin Booker is back. You know, he's going to get his. But at the end of the day, you know, you put everything together. You look at the Suns coughing the ball up a lot. You know, they're, they're dead last in points per game. Uh, and, and, and you look, look, let's face it. The Spurs are going to want to get rid of that taste, that bad taste out of their mouth, losing to the Sacramento Kings. Joe, I'm going to go out there and say the Spurs are going to just pretty much smoke the Suns tonight again. Maybe not by 30, but I'm expecting at least 15 points or more. Uh, versus Phoenix. Uh, your final thoughts on tonight's game? Yeah, my final thoughts is because you have Devin Booker in the lineup and compound that with the play of DeAndre Ayton, which is a very lengthy yeah. center. I think the Suns are going to actually win the points in the paint. They're going to dominate mm-hmm. in this paint. The Spurs, the only chance that they're really going to have or give themselves is, you know, just play hard-nosed defense. Get out there, defend the wing. Don't allow those easy threes to be knocked down and get this Suns team fired up. And they can control that and try to box out the Suns, you know, and, and try to get those offensive rebounds. I think the Spurs are going to wind up winning this game, but I don't think they're going to do it in convincing fashion. I think it's going to be one of these kind of grind-out games. So I'm picking the Spurs by 10 against the Suns. No, I don't. Oh, my God. I hope it's not a grind-out game <laughs> versus a Suns team. I, I hope I hope not. Unless you're, unless you're pulling at Admiral Akbar and saying it's a trap. It's a unless trap. It's route. a trap. <laughs> No, no traps. No traps tonight in Phoenix. All right, so Joe and I, we're done talking. We want to hear what you think. How do you think the Spurs-Suns game is going to uh, end at the at, once that final buzzer goes off? You can email me at jeffgarcia74 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at jeffgspurszone. Uh, Joe, where can fans uh, bash you for saying the Spurs are going to grind it out? They can find me at on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Two Shots Podcast. It's all spelled out. T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S podcast. And they can also find me on the internet at twoshotsessay.com. Exactly. Give Joe a follow. He is a great follow, especially if you need like your game day previews. I like that, Joe, how you do that little video of you and yeah. talking about the game. That's really cool. So give Joe a follow. He's always got the uh, Spurs uh, 411 for you. But for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia, and we're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.